Um, so usually I'll let you into a secret, Jessica. If you are the litigant in person, even though you might be the applicant, the court will actually ask the other side to do the bundle. Oh, yeah. So what I mean by that is I am the respondent on a few cases, but because the applicant is what we call a lit, um, the courts ask me to do the bundle because I'm the only solicitor on the matter. So there's always that. If he's um, represented, then potentially the court will ask him to prepare it or his side to prepare it. Okay. Well, he never had a solicitor the last time and he kind of just kind of wouldn't be much in court at all apart from look stupid um if if it came if push came to shove final question promise yeah uh, if push came to shove and i was really struggling could i buy you copious amounts of gin in exchange for a bundle <laughs> I'll never say no to a gin. <laughs> drop drop Excellent. me in, drop me an email, Jessica, and I'll see how I can help, okay? <laughs> oh, you're an absolute superstar. All right, then. I, I, I absolutely love your stuff, so well done. No. Well done. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jessica. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, KKJ, you are up next. Hi, KK. Hello. Hello. What's your question? Um, hi, so um, I've spoken to you a couple of times before. Yeah. Um, basically, we've received, um, a, with my solicitor, I've received a without prejudice letter from my ex-partner solicitor. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to push the blame of why the case is taking so long onto me. Um, we went through mediation, that fell apart because she wouldn't declare anything. Yeah. Um, so I had to um, start financial proceedings. Yeah. Um, and they're now kind of claiming that the reason that the case is going on for so long is my fault. Now, is there anything I can do about that? Because they're, they're trying to make it look like I'm actually delaying the actual divorce as well. Well, that depends what the real delay is being caused by. Well, they're basically saying that I'm not making a full financial disclosure, whereas um, I've done absolutely everything that they've requested. So. As part of their questionnaire, they asked for uh, statements from a bank. So I gave them a year's worth of statements. Um, I'm self-employed. They wanted accounts. So I got them the accounts. Yeah. Um, they then went back and came back with a supplemental questionnaire. Um, and then I gave them all of the extra information that are required on that. Yeah. Um, they then raised the complaint saying that we'd given them 300 and some odd pages worth of uh, uh, actual supporting documentation but i was like well this is the actual documentation you requested yeah so and just every time we kind of give them any evidence or any kind of um thing they're requesting they're trying to make it look like i'm not being helpful look i think if you are answering all of their questions and you're doing your replies to your schedule of deficiencies and you're hitting all the deadlines there isn't anything more you can do really um, they would need to um, raise with the court their allegations that you are withholding or you're not making full and frank disclosure and then it will be for the court to decide so there isn't too much more you can do if i'm honest i mean if you're hitting the deadlines and submitting everything what yeah. the, you can't do anymore, can you? And I don't know how you are going to be blamed for a delay if the deadlines are being hit. You know, unless they are requesting an adjournment because you want more time, uh, sorry, they need more time, then you would simply yeah. say, no, I don't agree to the adjournment because actually um, I don't have any more information to give them, you know? Well, actually, that's one of the things that they, um, that's a good point that you've raised because every time the, there's been a kind of um, the only time I've ever seen any paperwork or documentation from them is when it's been court ordered. 
Now, I was forthcoming with my form E. I'd, I'd actually given them that before mediation. Um, but again, they're turning around and blaming me for delays in time. But that what you've said kind of helps. I mean, look, at the end of the day, you're not there to be liked by them and you're not there to do them any favours. So as long as your conscience is clear and you've made full and frank disclosure, let the court decide. And any, any adjournments that they ask for, I'd simply be saying there's no need. Object to the adjournment and bring it bring it on for a mention or, or a hearing before the court. Brilliant. All right. Thank you very much. For you're, that. you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Lynn, you are next up whenever you um, are ready. Ask me a question. Um, thank Hello, you. Mimi. I can indeed. Give me one second, Lynn. Um, so Zoe 40 something. Thank you so much. There's people on the TikTok saying that they've got their hand up. I will get to you all in turn. And trust me, you all put your hand up. Uh, sorry, as you put your hand up, I do see it in turn on my screen. I know that you guys might not, but it, it, it you're, you're in a sequence on, on, on the screen that I'm seeing. Um, sorry, Lynn. Can you hear me? I can. Yes. What's your question? Yeah. Um, I'm getting a divorce because of domestic violence. Yeah. Uh, my husband was arrested in May for assaulting me. Um, his bail conditions were not to contact me um, for three months. Um, his bail conditions now have come off because he's moved county. And they said there's less of a risk in contacting me because he's moved in with a new girlfriend. Yeah. Um, what I need to know is I've still got all his belongings um, and I've had him here for three months. Um, I've sent him, now I'm allowed to contact, I sent him an email to say, could you come and get your belongings in six weeks or else I will get rid of them. Uh, um, yeah. And he's put back that he'll take some action if I do. Am I right in doing this? Um, well, I think as long as you give him a sufficient amount of time, um, and sort of give him plenty of notice as to where they will be and, you know, um, available to him to collect, then, yes, you can do that, really. Um, I mean, I wouldn't go sort of leaving them at the end of the road or anything like that. I, w I would... There's lots and lots of property because what he's done as well, he's frauded me out of money um, and he's bought stuff with that money, but the police are satisfied that they don't want any more of the property and they said that can all go back to him. Um and I don't want it in my house, so you can understand it's, it's, it's expensive stuff. So, you know, I want him to collect it. But if he doesn't, am I able to sell that or...? I probably wouldn't sell it. I'd take it to a charity shop. If you give him sufficient notice yeah. that this is where he can collect it, and when I mean by sufficient notice, you know, at least four weeks... Um, yeah, so that he I can... Six weeks on the email, and the three months before, I was in contact because... He, I was in contact with the third party and he kept saying, no, I couldn't he couldn't take it because he was homeless. But I know he wasn't homeless. Um, but he, he's, he said, he, if I get rid of it, that he's going to take action with the courts. All right, Lynn, I think, as I say, you know, give him sufficient notice. I'm not sure that he would succeed in the court, OK? OK, yeah, Great. So I've got it on the email now. All right, that's fine. To see that's fine. If it went to court. Yeah, that would be fine. Yeah. All right then. Okay, thank thanks, you. Thank Lynn. You so much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, next in my list is Ali. Ali, whenever you're ready. Oh, hello. Can Hi, you hear me? I can. Yeah. What's your question, Ali? Uh, well, I'm currently going through um, a court case for sort of inappropriate behaviour towards the children. 
um, I had sort of DV and obviously spent two years trying to get divorced, finally got divorced. Um, the only thing I've got is obviously he is denying that he's living with um, his partner and making out that he's living with his mum, obviously trying to dodge um, child maintenance because he's only started paying child maintenance since 2018 as of November of last year. Um, but because he's uh, wrongfully claiming universal credit, um, he's sort of getting away with only paying £30 a month for two children, um, of which I've found on Facebook where he's sort of um, made charitable donations of like a £1,000, but obviously still receiving universal credit. And on our um, house that we sold back in 2019, it's locked away in a sort of um, signatory-only account because he won't um, accept any form of financial settlement. Um, I've offered 50-50, of which he's just turning down everything. Um, But obviously, I'm wondering, what's the best way of sort of proving that he is living with the girlfriend? Would it be that I'd have to hire a private investigator? Ali, can I I jump in there? Um, I'm not sure if this is a question around the children's case, the child maintenance case or the finance case. Are you asking me about the finance, first of all? It's probably the finance bit okay. to start with. Yes. Are you in court? Yes. Okay. Um, not for the financial side yet, but, but so, for the child side. Right. So if we're just talking about the finance, which is what your question's yep. around, let's forget about everything else, okay? Okay. So with regard okay. with regard to the finance, you're not in court then? Not no. yet, no. Have you been to mediation at this point? Uh, went to mediation and they turned around and said they won't touch us because it's right. domestic so, violence. So it's so the answer is you can't do mediation. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the the next point then is if you can't negotiate is going to be a court application. Okay. Now your question then is how do I prove he's living with the, with the girlfriend? Yeah. Once you get before the court and you have to start to swap financial disclosure it'll be very easy to prove that someone else is helping you pay the bills. So you won't really have to prove it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, it, he, he's... he has let slip to child services that he is living with a partner but refusing um, to give an address. But to everyone else regarding court, he's saying that he's living with the mother. Yeah, I, I, I honestly wouldn't lose any sleep over it, Ali. Once you get into the financial court process and you get your financial disclosure, it's going to become very obvious. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks, Ali. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Primrose, you are next up to speak. Um, someone's just said, do I answer questions on the TikTok comments? I used to, guys, when I first started out, I used to answer every single question and like every single comment, but the volume, I simply can't anymore. It's just, you know, which is great. Hi, booze, mum. Um, I'm I'm just not able to, unfortunately. Um, hi, Primrose, what's your question? No, can I can hear you, yes. What's your question? Hi, um, I've got divorced in April. Yeah. Um, um, my husband won't accept 50-50 on the share of the house, uh, but I have two adult children, one who is autistic, um, and obviously he's got needs that he will need like a separate bedroom. Yeah. And my is what I need to buy a three bed house. Yeah. And where his manager lives on his own with one. Yeah. He's not a, he wants 50-50. Okay. Um, 
I really don't know what to do about it. Yep. So if there's no agreement, Primrose, then you need to make a court application and the court will decide. And and if you yeah. have if you have responsibility for housing that child and that child has special needs, then that's the classic departure from equality. That's the classic right. reason to move away from fifty fifty. Okay. All right. So I think, yeah, you'll just have to make the court application if there's no agreement. So you need to be completing your form A. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Lovely. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Next on my list is Jennifer. And hopefully Ralphie won't upstage me with his new toy. Hi, Jennifer. Hiya. I um, I spoke to you before, but what I'm checking on now... Yeah. Uh, obviously, I've done my divorce. I've done it through the Gov Direct Gov, the Gov website. Yeah. Um, I my ex says that she hasn't got the forms, but I found out today that she has actually spoken to um, the divorce courts. Yeah. So she said she has got the forms, so which is good. Um, but because my divorce application was done around the twenty sixth of April, it's the new rules. Um, but they've said that it's not going to be a decree, nice, I decree, absolute, I get the wording is different. Yeah. And what they told me today is that if she doesn't apply, she decides she doesn't want to um, have the divorce and just ignores everything, um, there's nothing I can do about it. Is that true? No. No, that's not true. So if your petition has been issued by the court and sent to her and she hasn't returned the acknowledgement of service, then all you need to do is is engage a process server and have a process server serve her directly, whether it be at home, at work, if, you know, she goes somewhere regularly, like a gym, for example, they can be Mm -hmm. served anywhere. The process server will then give you a statement of service. And you okay. then send that into court and then you can apply for your conditional order. Okay. All right. So that, yeah. that'll get you through that sticky bit. Okay. Can it be done via email? Can what be done? Service? Yeah. No, the process server. Okay. Yeah, the court the court want to be really sure that they've had the, mm-hmm. the, the, the received the divorce petition. And of course, it's difficult to prove via email because whilst you can send confirmation yeah. that you've sent an email... You know, there's no guarantee that it didn't bounce back after you sent it. Do you know what I mean? Or that the other person even saw it. So use a process server. They're not expensive. A process server will generally be between sort of 100 and 120 pounds. And I know it's a bit of a pain because you've already paid the court fee of 593. But better to just move the process along um, than sort of be stuck without you know and and then once you've got the process server statement well you don't need her for anything else then you can get to the finish line just just by yourself then oh that's great cool all right okay thank you you're welcome thanks jennifer bye-bye alastair you are next on my list whenever you're ready hello hello Hi there. yeah just a uh, just a generic question just based on uh, something that's going through uh, there's been a court application made for to change my son's surname. I'm just wondering if you can give some kind of uh, advice on what 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 are the chances of that happening? Um, and then based on that, um, I've got just a further follow-up question, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. So what the court's going to consider when they receive mum's application is, is it going to be in the child's best interests? All right, so they're going to totally dismiss any grievance that exists between mum and dad. Um, and, you know, is this going to be in the child's best interest? Ultimately, why is mum asking for the change and why are you resisting the change? 
Um, mm. I would say they're a difficult application. If dad's heavily involved in the child's life, then they are a difficult application to succeed. Yes. Yeah, so the um, the paperwork has basically come through and it's gone to a gatekeeping hearing. Yes. Um, which I'm not 100% certain what that means. So that was going to be so, my follow-up case. Yeah, so because the court's so overrun at the moment with, with applications, um, they will first of all do some safeguarding checks. So CAFCAS are going to run your name and your the, the applicant's name through, essentially through the social services computer and through the police computer and make sure yeah. that we've got no safety concerns, welfare concerns, just to get a little bit of background and see what it spits out. Um, and then they will hand that safeguarding letter to the court and then the court will list it for a hearing. So it's just a bit of admin on the court side, really. Right, okay, fine. And you, you, you believe that, that these, especially with the, and I'm very much involved in um, the, the child's life and, yeah. and as such as um, still actually housing him as well, um, it's probably more looking at the the application, it looks like it's more of a grievance between us, yeah. not, um, it, it's not based on kind of um, his best interest in what I believe. Yeah, uh, and, and as I and say, that's... yeah, generally, that, generally... Yeah, when, when the father's really um, active in the child's life, um, it, they, they can be really hard to, to, to yeah. succeed there. Brilliant. OK. All right. All right. Thanks for your time. Thank no you. problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, next Bye. on my list is Linda. So, Linda, whenever you're ready. Hi, Linda. Me? Hello. Yes, I can. What's your question? Oh, yeah. Um, so I have just broken up with um, my partner of eight years. We have two young children together. And um, so he's got three older children that he hasn't seen for the last four years because um, he was abusive towards them. Yeah. Um, he, the last couple of years, had started showing a lot of aggression towards our two children as well. And I had to make the decision to to cut the relationship and... Um, when I talked to him about this, he claimed that he didn't even even realise that he was doing it. He wasn't conscious of it, which obviously to me is a huge, you know, red flag, lots of danger. Um, yeah. So my question is, um, this is all very, very recent. If he was to turn up at the door and say that he wanted to take the children, which I've already made up in my mind that I can't allow him to take the children out by himself because he's it's always ended up in awful things happening. Um, do I have the right to tell him that he is not to take the children out by himself at this point? Yes, if you feel that there are genuine welfare concerns that you would rather get a third party to have a look at first, then yes, you can mm -hmm. exercise your parental responsibility and say no. Okay. What what positive steps should... Well, sorry, what steps should I take next to make sure that I have something that says that he is not allowed to say just pick her up from school and take her without my knowledge or anything like that. Um, so you could apply to the court of what we call a prohibited steps order um, and okay. that that would be an order that says he cannot remove the child from your care without one your permission or two further order of the court. Okay. okay, so you would fill out the C100 form and tick the mm -hmm. prohibited steps box. 
um, okay. that that would be um, the best way to stop him from just removing them from your care. If, if you think that that's a real threat, if you think that's a real possibility, then you can also make that application on an emergency basis. Because at the yeah. moment, without any court order, he shares parental responsibility with you. So if he mm-hmm. were to take the children, not return them, he, he has every right to do that. Do you know what I mean? Because okay. there's no yeah. order in place at the moment. No, there's nothing. It, it, it's, this was three days ago that I had to make the decision to ask him to to leave. Um, okay. And over the last couple of years, after having seen what he was like in his behaviour with his older children and his ex-wife, I'd started making the steps to write everything down um, and keep notes of everything that had happened. Because he, he kept um, trying to make out like um, that didn't happen or that um, it didn't. It didn't happen that way so I, I felt like I needed to write everything down yeah so yeah I, I'm just in a position now where I'm I'm trying to I mean with the kids going back to school soon I, he has done that to his ex-wife in the past where he took the children and said that he had concerns um and tried to keep the children so that's my concern as well at this point so yeah yeah I, I think the PSO Linda is probably the route that you need to go down Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, me more. you are next on the list. Somebody's asking me on TikTok, how long do I have to wait for a response um, to a financial order? I don't understand the question. I ask it again. Uh, me more. what's your question? Hello. Hello. I can, yeah. Hello. I can hear you, yeah. Oh, I can't. Hello. Hello, I can hear you. What's your question? Hi. Have you got a question? Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, have you got a question? Okay. Um, Nat, you are next on the list. Uh, whenever you're ready, Nat, you can ask a question. Sorry, guys, I've gone quiet because I'm reading the questions on TikTok as well. Hey Nat. Can you, is that me? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. What's your question? Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, so um, I am currently going through the financial order process at the minute. Um, I've done the divorce bit and we've actually got it in before the law change. Um, um, really still going through. So my sister is finally sort of helping me, she's not really meant to yet. Uh, my financial order is due on Friday. Yeah. It's supposed to come and be heard. Where would you recommend that I maybe know which time and get some advice? Nat, you you are so quiet. I can barely hear what you're saying. Oh, I I heard. Sorry, oh, that's better. Me. That's better. You yeah, you're now? you're much sorry. louder now. Um, I heard the bit yeah, about so the divorce that you you you've used the old system because you got in before yes, the eighth so, of April um, and you've I, got a financial I, order. I have legal aid, but yeah. it's um going through at the minute. So yeah. my sister, she's been helping me, but obviously she's at the limit of what yeah. she can do. The financial order, the first form, it has to be in on Friday. Yeah. And they're struggling with it. Where would you? Is there any way you would recommend other than rights of women? Because I really have been trying them, and every time I've been, I can't get through. Um, where someone might be able to help me 
just fill out this form because... Which form are you talking about, Nat? The form E? The part, the, yeah, the form E. The, okay. It's the form E that I've got to fill out. So the basic, for the financial stuff, with major health problems, I'm registered disabled, you know, so it's a bit more complicated for me, you know, the financial stuff is fine, because it's clear black and white, it's the nitty-gritty stuff, I guess I'm... The Nat, I'll be completely honest with you. The for me is is a really important document, and I would be suggesting that you either ask the court for um, an extension, or you just you know of, of time so that you can have your solicitor help you with it. Now, generally, because sorry, they already uh, this is the second time that this has been done, so we already. Yeah, Nat, you're cutting out all the time. I I, I barely it, hear what you're saying. Sorry, it, um, let me take you off my, my head. Hello? Hello. Hello? Hello. Hello? Hello. Hi, sorry, I'm better now. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, um... Sorry, I've lost what I was saying now. Well, what, um, I, what I was saying yes. that is that the for me is really important so that I wouldn't be pushing you towards any sort of free legal advice or volunteer or, yeah. you know, services. If you cannot wait for your legal aid to come through so that your solicitor can help you do that, yeah. I'm going to suggest that you seek, you know, an hour from a private solicitor. It's a really important form and the detail okay. that on it, you know, it, it must be done right is what I'm saying to you. Right. I did ask my solicitor about that and she said if I went to a private solicitor, she said legal aid would deem that as me being able to afford legal advice and they could take my legal aid away from me. Potentially. I mean, my um, answer to that would be yeah, how would... to make me sell my car um, and, you know, it's... it's my, um, I, think, yeah. I think my challenge to that, Nat, would be how would they know? Right, OK, so they wouldn't... If I just... You know, if I just went somewhere, yeah. a random person, obviously they might not, they wouldn't find out technically. No, is that, is no, the case? Oh, no, okay, they, they okay. wouldn't, they wouldn't know, would, would be my, okay. and, and I would certainly okay. recommend that you get some help with that form because it, it's really important that you get that right. Okay, all right, thank you. Thank all right. you very much. No okay, problem. That, that would be what I have to. Thank you okay. so much. Thank Thanks, you. Nat. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Uh, Clive, you are next on the list. Um, sent you an invitation. A quick question on TikTok about spas or maintenance. Is it for separated people or is it for um, divorces or whatever? Um, if you are married, spas or maintenance, you can only make a claim for if you are married and it's based on uh, needs, okay? So it's got to be based on a need. Uh, Clive, what's your Hello, question? You Hello, yes, I can. Hello. Um, Tracy, firstly, I want to say thank you um i saw you in birmingham the aston villa ground oh okay uh, i've been with my mum and we sat right in the front row oh yes yes i do hi clive hi so we were in court last month yes um to see obviously my children for the first time in well it's been 18 months pretty much today yeah um and the judge basically threw out all her allegations oh so brilliant even if even if he, even if I was as dangerous as she makes out to be, yeah, he would still let me see my children. Oh, that's time in the five days. Great of court. news! That's brilliant. Um, 
so that was like you know magic yeah so thank you so far with that oh you're welcome um, you know, we've, we've got to go for the contact center and this stuff and you know section seven yeah uh reports with kafkas but you know thank you that's okay uh, I'm just finishing up my divorce stuff now in yep. terms of the financial proceedings. Yeah. Um, I'm doing this stuff myself since I spent yep. so much money on the the children bit that there's yep. pretty much nothing left in the pot for her to take anyway. Yeah. Um, what sort of information do I need to send with my form E? Because I'm submitting that tomorrow. Okay. So what what, what... I need to submit with it? So whatever you have put in the form E. So generally, if you own a property and you're filling out that page, you would attach your latest redemption statement showing how much is owing on your mortgage. If okay. you filled out your income um, that you've got a job, you would put the last three months pay slips and your P60. For mm -hmm. any bank accounts that you list um, in section two, you would put 12 months worth of all of those accounts. For any okay. credit cards that you list, 12 months worth of statements for the credit cards. Uh, what else is in the for me? Um, I mean, I've borrowed a fair bit of money off yep. my parents. Yep. One for the kind of repair of my house. Yes. Uh, and then I've also borrowed some money, obviously, to help with the court proceedings. Um, and they've assisted my living throughout yep. pretty much. Um, so I owe them tons yeah so um, generally what how how, how, how i, put I that in there as well. absolutely you put that in your liability section and how i get my clients to, to evidence that is either a letter from parents signed by parents with with a recent date on or alternatively if it's if they've done a bank transfer to you and you've included your bank statements anyway i would simply highlight all the payments that have come from mum and dad so there's a couple okay. of ways you can do it. We call that a soft loan because obviously it's not a contractual loan with a bank or anything like that, but it's still taken into account by the court. Okay. And um, I think I think and that's would probably that letter need to be submitted with my form e now, or can that be submitted no. later? No. The tick box at the end. Yeah, no, because what you'll do is you'll include it in the liability section and then the mm -hmm. next step is going to be questionnaires and they will probably say to you in the questionnaires, please provide evidence of the soft loan you refer to at like 2.14 or whatever it is. And that's when okay. you would then submit the letter from your parents or bank statements or what have you. Okay, perfect. Um, and final question. Yeah. I did, I did follow your advice and get a solicitor to provisionally look at it. Good. Uh, for yeah. Uh, they did say don't bother really completing anything past page 20 in the form e, um, because that stuff's subject to change depending on obviously what happened the children and stuff. Because that stuff's not finalised, would you agree with that? Um, the, when you say past page 20, do you mean when it gets to section 3, the narrative part of it? Yes. Yeah. The only thing that I would I would put in there now, two sections, you need to fill out what you need on a monthly basis. So when it says mm -hmm. income needs, I think it's like 3.1 income needs. I would certainly fill that out now and for the future and also capital yeah. needs, which I think is 3.4. So capital needs, you, you need to be able to show the court, you know, this is what I need in order to rehouse, if I need a car, what have you. Because the living arrangements at the moment may only be temporary while all the litigation's going on. So I would certainly fill out those two sections. Okay. 
Okay, no worries. And finally then, yeah. um, currently she's living with her family. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't think there's going to be enough money in the pot for her to fund or me to help with the purchase of a new home or even the rent of a new home. Yeah. Um, since I'm renting myself now. Um, how, how would that work? I mean, can they oblige me to find somewhere for her to live or...? No, not really. I mean, it's for her to prove that she has a need, um, if we're talking about spousal maintenance, or if she has a capital need and needs a lump sum from you. But equally, you can't get blood from a stone. So what the court won't do is is say to her, OK, we recognise that you have a need and take everything from you. You know what I mean? They won't sort of, I always say to clients, they won't take the shirt off your back to keep her warm, so to speak. Um, so they're going to have to be fair about it. We can only do so much with the with the um, assets or the finance that's available. And, and with, with, with whatever's available, the court's going to split that fairly. They're not going to give everything to her. Okay, perfect. All right. And I keep saying this, but lastly... Yeah, <laughs> go on. Um, I have reason to believe that she may be alienating my oldest child since I'm not even allowed to have... Well, I say I'm not allowed to have FaceTime contact. She claims that every time he sees the phone during our FaceTime uh, yeah. meetings, he refuses to come anywhere near the phone, yeah. runs up the house, uh, and all the rest of it. Um, you know, I'm actually quite scared now going into contact centres in that my eldest son's going to behave in such a way that it works against me and I won't be able to see my son based on her unfounded allegations. So um, if you've got if you've got Kafkas Clive, if you've got Kafkas involved doing a section seven, raise that yeah. concern with them. Say to them, look, you know, whilst you're doing this report, I would like you to also have in the back of your mind potential parental alienation <clears throat> and let them know of your concerns. Okay. All right. Okay, perfect. Brilliant. Thank you very much for your help. Thanks, Clive. And thanks for coming on and telling me the success. I'm so pleased. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So I did a live in Birmingham and that gentleman came with his mum and his mum is just the nicest lady ever. Um, she used to email me all the time and ask for ask dif different questions. So that's a really good result. Um, Samia, you're on TikTok asking me where you are in the queue. You're not in the queue. Um, I don't see you even in the lounge. Um, the next person in the queue is Julie B. Uh, so Julie, I've sent you an invite whenever you're ready. Ask me the question. But Samia, I'm looking at all the hands that are up and your name isn't in the list, I'm afraid. Um, so I don't know quite what you've done there. Um, Julie B, I'm going to... Oh, there you are. What's your question, Julie? You're on mute, by the way. Julie, take yourself off mute if you can. No, okay. I'll leave you there for a second while you sort that out. Next in my list is Glow. Glow, whenever you're ready, ask me your question. What I'll do is I'll invite the next couple up so that we can get through them a little bit quicker while people are trying to join the stage. Hey, Glow. Hello? Hello. Hello. I have a question. Is, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, you can hear me. 
Right, my question is, um, we have done the form E. Yeah. We have, I've gone through the, the, what he has disclosed. Yeah. Now he has stopped paying everything, mortgage, private school, uh, food, bills, everything. Um, my solicitor wants to make a um, financial order, but she keeps telling me that I have to show proof that he is working because he's just saying he doesn't have a job uh, because he went to prison. But I know he, he does have earnings. Can I ask her instead to make a freezing order for any assets? Um, I think if he stopped payments, then your need is going to be spousal maintenance. So, I mean, look, if you've already got a solicitor, I would go back and ask her that question. But my suggestion would be that you make an emergency application for maintenance. He shows that he doesn't have any money and she tells me that I have to prove that he has money. Uh, otherwise, they're going to turn it down. That's and not... she's very dismissive of anything I say. Okay. Well, then if, you, if your relationship's broken down, find another solicitor, I would say. I'm on legal aid. <laughs> there isn't any. You, um, no, I just wanted to you know if I can ask for the courts to do free, like freeze all you, his assets. Look, or ab whatever. absolutely, you can. Yes, you can. But I, I don't know that that would be any good um, because you'd also have to prove he has the assets, um, and and I don't know how that's going to help you. The court's going to want to know what the impact of the or any order they make is going to be, um, and if he stopped paying all the bills, freezing his assets isn't going to help you. So that's why I don't think, based on what because you've told me. Because I have me. court hearing um, in October for, yeah. because I've asked the courts to decide because we couldn't come to a, a conclusion yeah. with what he's offering me. He's just he's not offering me anything. Yeah. We have two properties um, he, he that was rented out and he's moved in. Um, although I think, anyway, I don't want to give out too much. Yeah. His yeah, 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 to yeah. It's a game of what he knows and what I know. But but I'll, but, I'll, but Glow, I'll say it again. I don't know how freezing his assets is going to help you pay the bills. That's all I'm no, saying. No, it's not going to help me pay the bills. He so why do you want to do it? Months. So yeah, so, so what? I, I, I don't even want to go that avenue. I just want to have a settlement um, right. in the meantime because I just think that he's, he's showing he doesn't have any money. It's no point okay. chasing that I'm on benefits. What I'm trying to do is that what when we go for court hearing in the meantime i want everything to be you know assets to because my divorce is coming through okay i none of the properties are under my name he can easily throw me out i and think he is actually threatening yeah. to throw me out i think with Glenn, my children. yeah so he can't do that because the housing needs of the children come first and if it's property then you can register hr1s but it really is something you need to speak to your solicitor about mm -hmm. okay. okay all right yeah. thank you bye-bye <laughs> Um, what I would say, guys, is you know me, I'm more than happy to answer any question um, that, that you guys have. I really don't mind. Um, but essentially, the reason that I set up these discords and TikTok and all the rest of it is to help people who maybe can't afford a solicitor or, or can't, you know, get access to a solicitor. There's a lot of people that listen to me that are remote as well. Um, if it's a case that you your relationship with your solicitor is broken down, then get a new solicitor. It's as simple as that, okay? That lady is with legal aid. It can be more difficult with legal aid because the legal aid solicitors are absolutely, you know, snowed under. Um, but the... 
there has to be an element of self-help as well okay don't mind answering legal questions at all for those of you that that um anyway i'm ranting apologies julie you're waiting patiently to ask me your question how can i help still can't hear you julie i'm so sorry stacy you are next on my list i'm going to come to you hi stacy hello hello um Basically, what it is, is um, I'm due in court yep. um, next week for yep. an enforcement order. Yeah. Um, what am I to expect from this? I'm the applicant. Yes. And London has failed to return the children as per ordered. Yes. So you... What yeah, so your, your your application is clear, absolutely, um, and the court will go directly to him and ask him why he hasn't returned the children and, more importantly, why he feels he doesn't have to comply with a court order. So the onus is very much on the respondent in an enforcement application to deliver the court with some answers. Okay, because on the order that was an emergency order, it said yep. that the father must not remove either child from the care and control of me yep. um, and the father shall return the children to the care and control of me immediately yep. yes um, which he's failed to do um, yes. basically because i'm in a new relationship yeah so again um not only will the court be be challenging him but i think there's every likelihood that he will no longer be given any contact because this sounds to me like it's the second time he's breached have you spoke to me before stacy yeah. Have, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I, 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 so I recognise that the yeah, story. I'm, yeah, I'm no, it's fine. No, it's like, fine. It's fine. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, no, because I, 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 I thought that this, this. Yeah. Um. And the social service spoke to him and told him obviously that they feel like he needs to be returning them, and yeah. he said that he won't be speaking to social services either. <laughs> Okay. Well, look, I mean, at the end of the day, you can get all sorts of orders from the court, but you want to maybe think about getting a power of arrest on that on the next one so that, you know, you can get the police to help you. Um, if he doesn't return them after this court hearing, then the police can get involved um, and help you get them back that way. So is that definitely something that they can enforce? Because I thought they'd Absolutely. be able to enforce this. You know, they and they should be. You have a court order. You do have a court order and you should be able to say to them, look, there's no point in having this court order if I can't ask you to help me with it. The, the difficulty that the police have is that it is a civil matter. And if they go round to dad and they see that the children are safe, that's kind of where their obligation finishes then. And they will say to you, look, go back to court um, and, and have the court, you know, enforce something else. And that's where you need, especially if this is the second time, Stacey, that's when you then need to get a power of arrest. Okay, so that's what I need to be asking at the next court case. Absolutely. Power of arrest. Absolutely. Do you think he's even going to turn up? I don't know. It does okay. say that he needed to um, respond with a witness statement by the 26th of August. And if I haven't yeah. had anything as of yet that okay. needs to be sent to me and the court. Yeah. I mean, be very, be very open with the court and tell them about the fact that you've had conversations with the police and they won't help you. So whatever order is made, you, they need the order needs to be really specific and giving the police that power to intervene and remove the children um, and place them into your care. And that they will certainly okay. do that because this is the second time he's breached it. Yeah, he's sort of got no intentions at all. And then obviously my fear is him doing it again or anything like that, which yeah. is the biggest fear. Yeah. He has put P100 against me um, with various lies saying that I neglect them and everything like that, which has all been dismissed by social services. Yeah. 
it's sort of he got my court order and panicked and put the C one hundred in the day after yeah. my application. Yeah. So I'm just I'm like I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, my issue is he's never raised a single concern up until now. He's never phoned social services on me. He's never yeah. he said that I've stopped him from seeing the children. That's why he's took them. But yeah. he's never put in a C one hundred before. So I'm just sort of like. He's trying to contradict everything that I'm saying, but it's yeah. all lies. Yeah. Like, will it sort of see through all of that? Well, that won't be dealt with next week um, because all that's before the court is an enforcement application. And remember, the court's already tested evidence and given you an order. So the fact that he's going back with a new application is basically his way of saying to the court, yeah, I don't agree with that, actually. I need you to look at this case again. The court will look at it again, but he's going to kind of have to pedal twice as fast to try and overturn the previous court order. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah. he's definitely got the harder job, most definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's not giving up without a fight, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but keep going, Stacey, keep going. Um, and, and can I ask, just drop me an email, let me know how you got on, okay? Yeah, of course. Thank okay. you so much for no having worries. me yet again. <laughs> That's all right. No problem. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Um, Julie, I popped you back on into the audience, but I'm going to send you another invitation. Sometimes it helps to drop you back into the audience and then invite you back up. Hello? Can you hear me now, Julie? No, I still can't hear you. You're definitely on the stage and ready to ask a question. And you... Hello, Julie? No. Not sure what's happening there. Um, I'll leave you there again. Don't panic. I'm going to... Oh, you've gone. Don't panic. Um, you are next up. So I've sent you an invitation. Any questions on TikTok? I had a court order to collect my children, but my ex called the police accusing me of abduction. Okay. Yeah. Again, you might need to have um, a specifically worded order. Don't panic, I'm not sure what the hold-up is. I'm going to go to Twigglette, get you up on the stage and get a few more questions before we call it an evening. Tracy has the memory of an elephant. Oh, my God. Remembers calls. Hi, Twigglette, you're on mute at the moment. No. Oh, dear, what's happening? Stacey D, I'm going to invite you up. Let's get let's get a question from somebody. Twigglette, can you hear me? No. Can't hear me. Don't know what's going on. Right, we've got don't panics up and twigglet. So let me put one of you on mute. Twigglet, I'll put you on mute because I invited don't panic first. Don't panic, can you hear me? God, I've got three of you on the stage now. Right, don't panic, can you hear me? No. Okay. <laughs> what's going on? Stacey D, can you hear me? Yes, can yes, you hear me? I can. What's your question? <laughs> Hi, my my current situation is I've now got um we're at the, the end of our divorce, but I'm at the financial part and we've got a court date. Um and I the, the only asset that me and my husband have is our house. Yeah. And we've got no we've got no mortgage on it. Yeah. <clears throat> and my my I got a letter this week off my husband's solicitor. Yeah. Saying it was a, a negotiation no, negotiation offer, saying that unless I give him a lump sum now, that when we get to court that they will force a sale of the house because we've got equity. Is that true? I've got two small children as well. Yeah. Um, potentially no, Stacey, because in, in any financial application, it's always the housing needs of the children that take priority. 
So it's not it's not as simple as him just saying, look, I own that property, I want to sell it and I want, you know, my equity out of it. The court's going to have to think about the needs, starting with the children and then the parties. Right, well, my, his solicitor has been through my for me and she sent me in this letter, it says that I should um, cut back on my uh, finances, i.e. Um, don't have Netflix, uh, don't have a, don't go to the hairdressers, um, cut back on uh, children's birthday and Christmas presents. And if I did the likes of that, then I'd be able to raise some money to get him alone now, which I thought was a bit... It's strange to say that. You know what? And and it's also just tactics, Stacey. You don't have to listen to that. She's acting for him. So remember that. Yeah, she, she... and the other thing that she said was apparently she can put a charge on the house. If I don't agree to give him some money now, that they'll put a charge on the house at the current value now. And then when I actually do sell, say, like, for example, their house has been valued at 220 so she'll put a value of 110 on now. Are you legally Can represented? Are you legally represented, Stacey? Yeah, I've got. Well, oh. the funny thing is, um, my solicitor, my solicitor's joined. Yeah. Uh, joined. He's merged with uh, another company, so yeah, I only yeah. got a new solicitor last week. Oh, uh, that's okay. Someone within no, the firm. Yeah. Um, he's not staying, so I'm a bit worried because yeah. my. My first court date's the 15th of September. Okay. And the guy that I've now got now is actually leaving after okay. the first court appearance, so I'm not sure what to do. What's Okay, so uh, the only reason I asked that is because I was going to say, if you're not, then she's clearly bullying you. Do you know what I mean? Um, go, going back to your question, can she put a charge on the property? I think she's talking about a measure order. So generally what happens is if we if the court decide not to sell the house because you and the children can live there until the youngest is 18, to give you some security, he has to sign over all his legal and beneficial interest. But then to give him some security, he will take um, a charge over the property, but it won't be payable until the youngest is 18. And at which point you'll have to give him the 50%. So she could be referring to that. Going then to oh, your... So it won't be the 50% of the value now? No, it'll be the 50% of the value in the future. That's how the measure order works. Well, she's saying also that the court won't allow me to stay in, in, this, in my house if I've got so much equity in it. I would take no notice of what she says. That's the God's honest truth. The only one that you want to be listening to is your solicitor and the judge. So don't even take any okay. notice of what she says. Take some advice from your solicitor. If your current solicitor is moving firms or merging or whatever he does, you know, whatever's going on, it's up to the firm. It's the firm's responsibility to allocate you a new solicitor. And the new solicitor will have to read your file without any cost to you. OK, because it's the firm's issue that your file's moving over to another solicitor. Um, but please don't be intimidated by his solicitor. Was, That's their I job. I think it was that. I mean, the fact that I can't have Netflix, apparently I should cut back on Christmas and birthdays. I shouldn't have a dog. They put the dog in there saying uh, if I was to uh, claw back all that money, I'd be able to go and get him alone now. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Look, she's working. She's wor Yeah, she's working for him. Don't be intimidated by that, Stacey. You'll be fine. Oh, thank you so much. All right, Thanks no problem. That's Bye. okay. Bye. Right, I've still got Twiggle and Don't Panic on the stage. Uh, don't Panic, I'm going to come to you first. Can you hear me now? No. No? Okay. I still can't hear you. Twiggle can you hear me now? No. Okay. Don't Panic, I'm going to pop you back onto the stage. Uh, Pete, you are next on my list, so I'm going to invite you up to speak. 
Twigglet, I'm going to pop you back on the stage, but I will get you both back up in a second. Pete, whenever you're ready. Julie B, I will try you again. Hi, Pete, have you got a question? Uh, how's it going? Yeah, good, thanks. Oh, you're on mute, Pete. Take yourself off mute. There you go. What's your question? Sorry? Uh, okay. Um, I was just wondering. Yeah. I've got um my my ex has stopped my daughter staying at mine during the week now since she started school and I applied for mediation about six weeks ago and didn't actually realise you didn't need mediation up in Scotland and you could just go straight to court. I was just I started a new job and I'm a month on, month off, but that's just until the end of December and then it'll probably change. Yeah. Be away for two or three weeks. So I was just wondering what type of access would I get if, if I go through mediation and then court? Pete, is the child in Scotland or in England? In Scotland. So that means the proceedings are going to be in Scotland and I can't help you, I'm so sorry. I only practice in England and Wales. Oh, OK. Then, yeah, okay. I'm so sorry, Pete. I'm so sorry. That's no bother. OK, all right then. Yeah. Bye. OK, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Julie B, I'm going to take you off mute. Can you hear me? Be such a shame. Twigglet, I'm going to invite you back up to speak. Julie, no? Okay. You'll have to try again next week, Julie. I still can't hear you. Twigglet, can you hear me? Are both are You're both on the stage now, but I can't hear. Julie, I'm going to return you to the... Twigglet, I'm so sorry. Who was the other person as well that was trying to... Uh, yeah. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Oh, I think they've gone now. Um, oh, it was Don't Panic. That was it. Oh, yeah. Don't Panic, if you want to try again, you haven't got your hand up right now. Twigglet, you're still on the stage, but I can't hear you. Can't hear you. Okay. I'll go to Alex. Alex, whenever you're ready. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. What's your question? Um, so I applied for divorce in April after domestic violence with my ex-partner. Yeah. Uh, she hasn't responded to the application, so I applied for a court bailiff to go and serve the papers to her. Yeah. Um, but they're asking me for a £45 fee. Um, yep. Part of my question is, will my legal aid cover that or do I have to pay that? Oh, good question. Um, I think you're... Oh, I, you know what? I don't know, Alex. I'm going to say that you're going to have to cover that, if I'm honest with you, um, okay. because I think there's a fixed fee for divorce. I think... Um, I'm pretty sure your solicitor's only going to get about £150 for that divorce. So okay, yeah. I don't have a solicitor for this divorce. Oh, do you not? How who's representing you in legal aid then? Um, I've just got a legal aid letter through saying that I've qualified for it, so that it's going to oh. cover the divorce fee. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it might cover your divorce fee, but it won't cover the disbursement. But okay. but but okay. check check with the legal aid because I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll be honest because I haven't done legal aid for such a long time now. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, and my other part of my question was. Yeah. If she doesn't then respond to that after she's been served papers in person, mm. what happens then? How do I proceed? Well, she won't have to respond because what will happen is the court bailiff will then confirm to the court that she's been served. They will give you what's called a statement of service and then you can move it on to the next stage, which will be your decree nisite or conditional order, depending on which process you're in. OK, and can I do that without her? Absolutely. You can get to the finish line then without her. You don't need her for anything further. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank yeah. you. Thank You're you welcome. So much. All right, Alex. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Don't panic. I'm going to try you one more time. Let me see if we can hear you. Can I hear you? 
don't panic. No, still can't hear you. I'm so sorry. Oh dear, that's disappointing. Disappointing. Okay, well, I did try, guys. There was three of you that I just couldn't hear this evening. I'm so sorry. Um, that's a wrap, guys. Um, we're all done. Um, I'm not here on Monday because it's bank holiday, but um, I'm having a bit of work done in the house. I'm knocking down the kitchen wall between my kitchen and my dining room. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, we're going to start to strip the kitchen this weekend. So I'm going to be busy Monday anyway. Um, but back here again on Tuesday at 6 o'clock. So thank you for joining me um, in the lounge. Have a lovely bank holiday weekend. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Um, and don't drink too much. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Drink as much as you want. All right, guys. See you on Tuesday. Bye. Uh, TikTok, thank you again for all my helpers. Um, it's an absolute pleasure um, to have you guys um, with me each evening when I do this. I really couldn't do it without you. Zoe, thank you so much. Yes, enjoy your long weekend as well. Um, you are all more than welcome. I, You know, I love doing this. Uh, it's a passion of mine. Um, so, yeah, keep asking the questions. Join me on Discord. Thank you, Donna. Join me on Discord next Tuesday at 6 if you want to. Thank you, CMBU. Um, and yeah, see you next week. Thanks guys. Bye-bye.